Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is about how to put more serendipity into your life. This will help you find new ideas and new opportunities. Serendipity will also help you stretch the experience of time by making it more memorable. First, I want to say that routines are great. It's also fun to become a regular at places you enjoy, which we'll talk about in an upcoming episode. But when life becomes too routine, that means you're doing the same things over and over again. You can start to feel in a rut. You need to introduce new material in order to get things going. Fortunately, there are lots of ways to introduce serendipity into life. The easiest way is to tweak your routines just a bit. Here are five ideas. One, if it's possible in your job, work from somewhere different, one day a week. I thought it was so strange when, a few years ago, some organizations made headlines by canceling work from home arrangements. The idea was that there would be more serendipity when people were in the office bumping into coworkers. I mean, maybe. But if you're in your cubicle five days a week, that's a lot of routine. The best option might be three days in the office and two in a co-working space, coffee shop, library, or at home, looking at something scenic from your back porch. Two, meet someone intriguing for a quick breakfast, lunch, or coffee every other week. In producer Brian Grazer's new book, Face to Face, he calls these meetings curiosity conversations, ones you schedule just because you find the other person fascinating. Research the person you're meeting with beforehand and be sure to share useful information and ask thoughtful questions. But you don't need to go in with any particular agenda. These conversations can lead to unexpected places. Or maybe they won't. But the good news with coffee is that you've wasted less than an hour. When you get in the habit of meeting new people, you start looking for people to meet. And that can open up lots of possibilities. Three. Take the scenic route. No, you're not going to come up with a new commute daily, but the goal is to make time spent in transit not completely brainless. Mix it up between driving, using public transit, biking, and carpooling. If driving is the only option, try taking slightly different routes from time to time. To make this seem more efficient, add in a stop once a week or so. A new store, a park, a restaurant friend's place, to say hello. Four, say yes sometimes. There's much to be said for saying no to things we don't want to do. But the reason to say no is that this opens up space to say yes on occasion, when things pique our interest. If coworkers invite you to a new place for lunch, tag along. If you see an intriguing workshop or webinar offered, do it. Occasionally, be the sort of person who decides to go to a jazz club on a Monday night. It will definitely be memorable. Fifth, expand your inputs. I love to read things online, but one of the problems with this is that search engines and publications become very good at figuring out what you usually click on. Then you see more of that. You have to consciously fight this tendency to keep your reading material more serendipitous. I subscribe to a number of print publications because my actions don't influence that algorithm. 
While flipping through the pages, I inevitably come across something, like an article on canned wine in the Weekend Wall Street Journal, that would not have shown up on my social media feed. It's not that any one meeting, article, or trip to a bar will result in something special, though you never know. I met my husband 16 years ago because I stopped by a second bar one night when a friend happened to text to see if I was in the neighborhood. It's just that new ideas often stem from crossing new inputs with your existing knowledge and good habits. You don't get the new inputs if you always do the same thing. Introduce something random, though, and you never know what will happen. Maybe nothing much, but maybe something great. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.